Sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. How's it hanging, Phil? So greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episodic discussion podcast. We will be talking about Child's Play, Chucky franchise, and all the movies, and the quirks, and him stabbing people. It's going to be a fun time. So I'm your host, Renegade Alperdiff, and i like to introduce my panel. So first we have Kudra. Kudra. Oh, geez. Just throwing me up in the beginning. I'm not used to that. Uh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Heidi ho next we have misty hello next we have Kaneki. face it face it andy chucky's gonna be your bro fucking hell i knew this line was gonna come up eventually god damn it <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least we have mr cryo howdy doody all right, we're going to get to the first question here. Um, I, I know I'm going to place favorite line in the document eventually, but the first one is at least what is your first introduction into the Child's Play franchise? What made you fall in love with this series in the first place? Who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I I guess I could. Sure. So with me, I started out with the first Child's Play movie. Um, and this was on DVD, by the way. This was the MGM DVD. And I fell in love with it, like, instantly because it had that creep factor that I loved. And just the idea of a serial killer trying to avoid death, putting his soul into a kid's doll to cheat death it it was actually very very interesting um there's a lot of good scenes in the first one and i, I think that's what got my love for uh chucky and child's play like the dark humor aspect of it i really really loved like uh who could forget um Maggie getting hit with the with the hammer falling out of the window like that that in of itself like solidified my love for the series I'll go real quick and then I'll let someone else take the baton so I like this series a lot when you know they were advertising it and I think it was the first. <laughs> oh God! Here we go! Here we go! The mute button. All right. So I, I kind of was like going into a spiel. It is recorded, but uh, I was saying that I really enjoyed the series when they were advertising it as sort of a killer doll movie, and it was like um, there was Cabbage Patch Kids at the time, and that was like super popular 
and it was concurrent with this movie so i guess they decided hey fuck it let's just make a slasher uh so this is how child's play came to be and for the most part i really loved the first film i think it was uh around the time i first saw it and jurassic park a little bit and i just remember being kind of like mesmerized that this doll was going around and committing a lot of misdeeds um cool cast all around like just solid performances by like either um the cop that was like trying to convince that um chucky was dead then he started to believe it when yeah he started to believe it when he started seeing shit and he tried to attack him in his car and i I thought that was awesome and then it only Chris Sarandon, right? Yeah, Chris Sarandon. I I forget his character's name though because I know Andy brought him up. Yeah, Mike. Um, yeah, Norris, Detective Mike. Yeah, Mike Norris. Norris. Yeah. Um, because the mom, the mom was played by uh, Christine Hicks, who was part of um, Seven Heaven. Yeah, she was cool too. Like a a nice survivor mother who nobody really believed her in the film and she was going through everything to try to convince people that this thing is haunting my child please help me so it it was a nice urgency to that first film and that's why i love it so much and then afterwards the sequel only made it better so anyone else depending on which it was oh oh yeah definitely so anyone else want to take this question I'll go I, uh, I specifically remember um, going to like rental places like Blockbuster and as a kid I would go down the uh, horror aisle and I would just at, at that age I would look at like movie covers mostly so going through like VHS tapes I remember it, I would just go like alright seen that one seen that one seen that one seven and uh, at the time I kept whenever I'd come across like the child's play ones uh, I think there were what three of them at the time I think maybe bride came out um so i don't know later on but i remember at the time i was going like these are kind of neat what's this about because like like has been said before chucky's a doll so you look at that and you're like all right that's kind of unique and different so it always stood out to me when i was younger uh when i got around to watching them i'm like all right this is kind of neat i can get behind this brad dorf nails it as chucky it's i mean the the movies i don't think the movies would have even got us like any sequels if he didn't have the charisma behind it. it he sells the role um and as the series goes on i think it's just genuinely a really interesting concept it's not your standard slasher movie um i thought it was always kind of interesting because chucky is like weirdly more vulnerable than a lot of uh like horror movie villains he's actually pretty fragile and beatable generally i mean it's, it's a doll which uh it kind of takes me back to i remember when i was uh first talking to about the series with my mom her response to it was like it's a doll kind of stupid <laughs> so i just remember laughing at it because i remembered like oh yeah he weighs like five pounds so it, it kind of brought up these questions in my mind at the time i'm like all right how do they make this scary so i watched through them and yeah i'm i'm, I'm a big fan of the series yeah i i remember they made some weird like explanation for that as well like apparently because i mean of course you can toss chucky around like he's a little sack of shit i mean uh that's common but he apparently has the strength of a human in the doll's body hence why people struggle against them so 
uh that's kind of like indoctrinated into the lore but there's also the fact that it's a fun fact that uh they changed chucky's voice i think it was uh originally a female voicing him and then they thought that was not as menacing enough so that's when they bought in Durf and they said make your best brooklyn accent and that's how we got the chucky voice that we have now uh so i always thought that was very interesting for fun facts but i'm gonna let misty go and then Kaneki's gonna go last okay so i have a big extended history with this franchise it really just ties into like my love for horror in general uh, i remember that i was first exposed to this when i was a kid i was like three four years old i was like walking around Los, Los Angeles with my grandma and we passed a store that had like a, a Chucky doll in the window and it was like the scarred uh, iteration of him and I remember just grabbing her and being like oh my god scary like I was just terrified and she laughed at me and then it followed me around because we were at Best Buy and then my mom because my grandma loves horror movies she just bought like a collection that had two three and bride for my grandma and I was like, why do you, why? Like, I'm scared of this thing. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> so then they were watching those. I remember just peeking around a corner and I didn't really, I didn't really join them. I was just peeking and I kept, the curiosity just kept building. I remember seeing posters for Seed when that came out being like, why the hell is this still a thing? This is terrifying. The teaser trailer for Seed jump scared me. I was like, this is, won't, it won't leave me alone. And then. I started getting into horror movies and then I, I called my grandma. I was like, hey, when you come visit us, can you bring those can you bring those movies with you? I think I'm ready. <laughs> and I, I just became obsessed. I loved them so much. So it's it's my favorite horror franchise because it's just it was something I was so scared of and yet it became something I really loved and it's it's sentimental in a way. Kaneki, how do you feel about the killer doll Chucky? And how did you get first introduced to it? Well, my first introduction was like any normal any normal person is by scrolling through the TV. Or, you know, your mother, if your mother's like a huge horror fan, she'll tell you what horror movie to check out. And I think she told me, hey, you should check out this Child's Play horror movie. I'm like, what's that? She said something about the killer doll. So I'm like, all right, I was into the Puppet Master series because, you know, uh, those type of doll. I like those type of dolls that, that kills people. So I tune into that. And uh, it really blew my mind in terms of how the series came, on to, came out to be, especially with his, uh, you know, with his jokes and whatnot. At the same time, trying to be like a serious horror movie about a killer doll. What made me... What happened? Oh, good. Well, I was going to say what made me fall in love with the series is, like I said, his jokes uh, before and after he kills people. It's like his charm. It's like I can't watch a child play series without the same guy behind the, the Chucky boys. Yeah, especially what happened with the uh, voodoo doctor, um, John. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, uh, what What do you have? I forgot the line. It's like, where Where do you want a broken leg? And then he just snaps his leg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, like, he's like, the dog, give it back. Give me oh, the moment I'm in. Broken leg? 
You mean the moment I went, I'm in the stall, I'm stuck like this? No fucking way! No fucking way! Oh, you know you what? You got me into this. You're gonna get me out. You of get it. me out. You know we I, have. I, I can't. I can't do that, Chucky. We, why we, not? Why not? You are an abomination. <laughs> Outrage against nature. We have to do favorite <laughs> lines. I'm. I'm sorry. This yes. is great, but um. Yes. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I, I kind of, I think one of my favorites is uh when, you know, the old lady's sort of like, oh, ugly doll. And then the elevator goes up and he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <I just thought laughs> that was so fantastic. That's the charm, baby. Uh, anyone else have any uh, favorite lines? Um, well... <laughs> it's so simple but it's just like the delivery and like the the kill in particular where in the second one where he kills andy's foster dad he's just like has a hanging fill it's just a moment yeah <laughs> it's just like bro you have to take a moment to have a little pun <laughs> he was great that has a lot of lines in sorry there. sorry jack chucky's back what is from, it? Uh, Charles, from that oh, Charles yeah. Play 2 teaser. I do. Yeah. yeah. The, the commercial with the Jack in the Box. It's like. Yes, it was great. Uh, And then there's like when he's mad in the closet after Andy locks him in there. He's like, Andy, please, it's dark in here. I promise I won't kill anyone else. Now open this goddamn door. He starts getting like increasingly mad. That's also. Like, now open really... this goddamn door. <laughs> That's also oh, yeah. really fucking good. Um. Damn. Right, I was like, there's so many, yeah, there's so many good lines. <laughs> I mean, there was one from uh um Kyle, not from Chucky. Uh, uh are you talking about the one where she's about to like run him over? No. Oh no, he, he she uh the cop pulls them over and uh Chucky's uh. nose starts bleeding. It's like you seen dolls that pee. That pee. This, this one, one bleeds. <laughs> that cop was like, that's, like, well, that's one that sticks out in my mind. But uh He's like, I'm noping the fuck out of her. Dolls um, that bleed, no. I love when the cop leans in, he's like, Well, hey little guy, what's your name? And the slow head turn is just like oh, yeah. Chucky. You <laughs> <laughs> don't give a fuck about looking innocent um, right there. <laughs> ah shit. Oh. Um I guess maybe maybe bride maybe bride of Chucky where um yeah oh what um shit what was I think I think it was the line where he says um hey Raggedy Ann I wouldn't be talking if I were you or something like that uh, I I remember where um <laughs> fucking. But Chucky told Tiffany that she needs to be battery operated to get a reaction out of her in bed. <laughs> like, by oh the way, God. where the hell did you learn to bake? <laughs> he throws oh, the cookie at her. That's like this yeah. is fucking. Pee. Oh, oh, don't forget, don't forget the classic. Uh, hey, Tiff, what would Martha Stewart think? <laughs> Martha Stewart. What would Martha Stewart do? <laughs> Who the, like, fuck like, is, who the fuck is Martha Stewart? Oh, oh God. Damn, she flat out said, fuck Martha Stewart. Okay. I, <laughs> just... 
it's just the brand of comedy and what comes with it and also how creative the lines are it's it's so many to choose from just like the next question but yeah yeah especially that scene where she was telling uh everyone how chucky wasn't great in bed and chucky's like she wasn't complaining last night she wasn't complaining last night. <laughs> God, that reminds me of the first movie i think still has the most awkward line and i don't know if they gave it like a second pass and realized how it sounded i know what you're talking oh, about God, yeah, yeah. the line where he's like well john it's been fun but i gotta go i have a date with a six-year-old boy wait a minute hold on now as far as that's back then you could like say it and people wouldn't think um hmm. think of it a different way otherwise that line hasn't aged well no it is not <laughs> um like okay what are you trying to apply here well, maybe that's why mike norris shot the doll at the end that's just no. <laughs> um but i don't know cujo you have any favorite lines Oh, I already popped my two favorite ones. <laughs> They're in there. You, you heard them. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn. I'm, well, I heard it in the intro, but I was surprised no one said, just think Chucky's going to be a bro. <laughs> be a bro. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Although, um, there is one more of my favorite line. Uh, And see, uh, was it, is it Sea of Chucky? Like, that, that's the one I hate. Everyone arguably hated. Um. <laughs> But there is a highlight where he killed, you know, Britney Spears, and he said, "Oops, I did it again." And then he laughs. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, because that, yeah, that, that's a reference to uh, her album. That's hilarious. <laughs> Ran her ass off the road. And like, I did that's, it again. Boom. Yeah, that that was actually extremely funny. <laughs> uh. I guess I guess one one line that sticks out a little bit more for me was when she tried because uh, Ren brought it up when uh she she was Kyle was trying to run over Chucky. Uh, he, he says he says um something like uh, a goddamn women drivers <laughs> yeah. and, and he, she's trying to shake him off. <laughs> He's just screaming throughout the whole scene. Jesus. This delivery by Brad Dwarf was one of my favorites. Women drivers specifically. (laughs) She almost killed them, so she's like, (laughs) she's treated as a safety hazard, I guess. Ah, but it's it's time to move on to the hard part, which is favorite kill, the hard part. Uh, I guess I'll go first then to to make it easier, and then people could go after. But I really like that kill, and it's oh man, it's got to be a Chucky one in particular. Okay, it, it's kind of like a double kill in a sense. So it's that scene in C where they kill the guy that's like in the operating room with the dolls, and they sort of like take a wire, put it around his neck, and then they just pull. And his head just like comes off and it flies down and it's a oh yeah the it, puppet operator yeah the puppet operator it's a nice practical effect and then afterwards oh, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of a little fucking strange because you then have like Chucky and Tiffany like 
tongue kissing and blood and then and then their child or whatever is like peeing on the floor and i was like what is yeah we're we're gonna uh, get to that movie at the end but i was just like what the fuck is going on but you're pissing your pants but the scene itself was great um i i I enjoyed that kill so much it's just everything after was kind of weird uh i did like the ending for that movie though i felt like everything until like the ending was kind of dog shit besides the scene that you talked about which was at the beginning uh, red man was trying to get some ass i mean but that's another story for like later yeah red man was red hot <laughs> no guts no glory am i right friend's oh. favorite character in the movie oh fuck off fuck off that's you man nah. All right, Kaneki, yeah. how about you? Favorite kill? My favorite kill? Yep. Hmm. I want to say my favorite kill was in the, near the ending. No, okay. Yeah, at the ending of Charles Play 2, where uh, where the guy was trying to fix the... Uh, well, you know how the machine was like putting the eyes into the, the dolls? Oh, yeah. Chucky came oh, over there, yeah. sliced that man's was, I want to say his, his like ankle or some shit. I and think then he cut his face and then he fell over. No. He he cut his um he cut his leg. I okay, think, his leg. Or he tripped over something and then he took a yeah, he... a swipe at his face. Yeah. Yeah, then and then the eyes thing like was coming down to his eyes and that's how he died. <gasps> yeah. It was, it was so goofy but you know, that was original. Yeah. I that was a pretty that was a pretty cool kill honestly i honestly mike my favorite kill is going to sound kind of lame i'll just go for it sir um it's the one thing that sticks out in my mind because it was humorous so two actually kind of sticks in my mind one was when that the guy that was obsessed with cutting people's hair when he gets it and Chucky says, Presto, you're dead. It's a good look. No, oh, yeah, you're talking about the weird shaver who was yes, shaving. Yes, Child's Play 3. Child's Play 3, where he was obsessed with, like, yeah. cutting people balls. Cutting yeah, yeah. And Whitehurst come, comes in, forgot something, and uh, he sees Chucky, and Chucky just looks at him and goes, um, but the other one is also in Child's Play 3, believe it or not. When the, um, I think the colonel, when he was in his office and Chucky appeared behind him with a knife and the oh, guy fuck. started grasping know. his chest and he's like, oh, he had a heart attack. Yeah, he was like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're bringing that back for the season for season two of the series. I saw it in the trailer, but there's one similar to that. <laughs> so, yeah, someone has good, a heart attack. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of lame, but it makes sense because I guess if like an 87 year old man with like a bad yeah. hip and he can't fuck without Viagra, of course, he's going to have a heart attack seeing that doll. So, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> How do you know he's 87 and can't do that, right? I mean, he's old. He can't, you can't he's do that. 80, though. So, so he can't get his Springfield rifle up. Got it. 
something like that. Kujo, what about you for uh, favorite kill? Uh, for mine, it was kind of a toss-up. Um, I think the one I got to go with is I I really liked the... Uh, it, it's just very brief, and it it's very punchy. It's from Curse, and it's the... Uh, God, I cannot remember the characters from Curse very well, but it's the dude who gets his jaw chopped up with an axe. Oh, oh, I love that. Yeah. so cool. Pretty damn good one. Yeah, pretty good effects. I, I think that had to be all practical because it's it. The thing they do with that scene after it's done is like pretty gruesome, but they show the body again and it's just like stretched wide out. So it's pretty mm -hmm. disgusting stuff there. I, I kind of like the practical effects Ooh. for that. And uh, don't forget about what happened to um shit. I think her name was Barb. Oh uh, yeah. When he said he's like. You have your mother's eyes, and they were always too fucking close. And yeah. <laughs> stabbed her in the eye, taking her eyeball out. And I'm, yeah. and I'm like, yes. <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs> I well, for me, I've debated about it for a while, mm. but um, for me, I consider it an iconic one. It's not that violent really but i mean what what gets me about it is that like it to, to me it's just everything <laughs> it's what i love about this franchise it's the yardstick kill from the second movie with the teacher because it, oh, most yeah. of them it's like they notice he's alive and then he kills them and it's over like they don't most of his victims don't really register that they're dead so quickly but She's just laying there, and it's just the shot of this doll just coming at her with a stick, and that's what's so oh, funny, yeah. but scary. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Miss Kettlewell. She gets the and the fact oh, she's about to be killed by a fucking doll, and she's just sitting yeah. there screaming. Miss oh, yeah. Kettlewell getting her ass whooped. You been very naughty, Mrs. Kettlewell. <laughs> just the way he says it, too. You've been very naughty, Mrs. Kettlewell. Also getting stabbed with a bike pump in the stomach. That's pretty bad too. Oh yeah, the bike pump to the stomach, and then she falls over the desk. That was like just the build up to that kill was like so perfect. So seeing her get hit with the ruler, and I also love when the camera pans out. You still see the ruler hitting the, her on the, the floor. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, that was that was good shooting right there. So oh, we, I guess we can move on to like least oh. favorite. Uh, oh, right. Oh, I. After we do the least, can we do our favorite Chucky death? Yeah, that's like right after least. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Good. Okay, so least favorite kill. Uh, okay, I think the heart attack was pretty funny, so I'm not gonna say that one. Yay! Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> that was my pick. It's the heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spoil it now. My my only beef was just it, in like any other movie, it would have been kind of fine. But three was sort of pushing its luck with me a bit. So when they tried to take one of the few like Chucky kills in that movie and they make like a joke out of it, I, I get it's fine. But I, if it was in a better Chucky movie, I feel like it would have been better earned. So it just because it was a kind of a combination of just like it being in three and then right. also just being kind of a waste, in my opinion. So, yeah, mine was the heart attack. Um, well, once Ren goes, uh, I'll, I'll go because I know I think he was going to say his. 
Oh, damn it. Uh, I have to really think about this one. Um, if, if I were to say it's kind of weird but hear me out uh if i were to say one kill i didn't like it's probably a tv show kill where uh the guy is getting electrocuted of uh, uncle or whatever the fuck like it's one of devin sawa's characters and i just thought it looked really low budget when it was going down like you know you, you could have had a little bit more to this guy getting electrocuted but it it, it looked weird. Get it better yeah. First, it, it was a kill uh, taken from uh, Curse of Chucky. It Curse did it much better, and that that movie was low budget. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you, you gotta have those like sizzling details. I'm not talking about yeah. like Mar from like Home Alone, where he's like a skeleton getting jerked off or something. It's just something way worse, you know. Yeah. And why would you only know that specifically? Because yeah, I. <laughs> Because I remember that killing curse. Because afterwards, after she kills over dead, she's he says women can't live with them. Like period. The skeletons. Oh. And then he starts laughing his ass off. <laughs> and then her eyes like all popped out and sizzled. I think that one of them. Yeah, I I think that kind of just made it worse. So I could kind of tolerate that one. That one's great. Um, but least favorite kill, Cryo. It's your turn. Oh boy. Um worse. Worse. Oh man, that is actually a good question. Um damn. Trying to think of one that was actually like pretty lackluster that didn't make me laugh or anything. Didn't make me feel anything. Would you like me to put up a suggestion? Sure. Shoot. Uh, me. Also from the third movie, the security guard who gets shot in the head off screen. Oh yeah, that I mean, that that one's pretty easy. You're talking I slow about hanging that. fruit, so I didn't want to pick that one, but like uh, that one's that one's lame. Yeah, any off screen deaths kind of you know just boring. So I, I get that Ooh. one totally. Yeah, and that one, that one makes a lot of sense. I'm trying to think because there was a uh, on screen death that was like lackluster for me shit ah oh, man i can only think of the security guard one for right now unless something like comes up hmm damn right well i kind of want to say another one but it's it's not that bad but it's kind of the one in Bride where fucking guy gets like, you know, eaten by the baby at the end, even though it's a very shocking <laughs> scene. I just thought it was stupid. <laughs> it's like, I don't this, know if he died. This whole baby just like literally bit his upper lip and fade to black. And that's it. I, I get it's like an ending shocker, but. I don't know. I, I guess maybe seeing some of his face eaten off. Uh, I don't know, but you know, I, I get. I get why they did it, but still, and it's another one where a guy gets hit by a bus in that movie, and it looks like terrible two thousands CG. So it didn't really age well when it happened. It was like he's just standing there, and boom! It's like a terrible death in terms of like computer generated effects. 
Oh, the dude who like falls out of the RV. Yeah, on he falls freeway on the freeway. And then he turns around with his hands up, and then he gets blasted. It's like just the stupidity of the scene, as well as how kind of terrible the gore looked. I, I was not feeling that one. Uh, so any other least favorite kills before we move on to favorite deaths of uh, the doll itself, Chucky? I guess for me, because most of these are, I guess because, because like mo most of them are pretty clever or they just depend on him getting the upper hand. I don't know. I'm between, shoot, tough for me. I mean, uh, I think maybe I still have to say Eddie Caputo getting blown up in his house just because it's like, it's an explosion, but it's like, I don't know. The other one's been more of it. It's I, so I, suspenseful, like though. It's so good. Yeah. yeah it's I like a, when you can actually see him doing something. It just feels so indirect. Yeah, it's a tension scene, but in terms of, like, just raw brutality and gore, it, it's not much to be seen. It's just a house blowing up. Um, I would say David's death and Bride of Chucky. Oh yeah, the the, the, the running over. <laughs> oh, that's my, that, that, that was my least great. one right there. That, the, the, how did you die like that? that no, that was, that was pretty like, stupid. There's another explosion death in Bride, but I like it more because, like, he at least it was clever. Like, yeah, he had the the, the trail of gas and the napkin and everything. It's it's better, and it's only something he could do because he couldn't be noticed. Oh yeah, which is like I forget. Needle doll, man. fucking doll. So I like that one better. So I think yeah, I just have to go with Eddie's death in the first movie. All right, we have to move to uh wait. wait. Hmm? Before you do. There was there was a runner up. Okay. Oh, Literally you know how Maggie got hit in the with the hammer in the first one? Yeah. I didn't like that kill. <laughs> it was it was her fault. It was her fault for not getting her balance. Yeah, the sure, like Calling out a whole she, she did all the all the extra stuff for no reason. I'm like, nah, that's your fault. She I got hit right and then slid past the table and then slid through the kitchen and then nah, that right, makes out, no sense. right out the window. Like, did someone put grease on the floor, my friend? Like, like your temple had to be that weak to do all that extra nonsense. Come on. My friend, my friend, she was discombobulated. No, and like the 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 weak ass window that it's like I mean, normal mostly for the most part, it takes like an incredible amount of force to throw someone against a window, like to go through it. So it's like, damn, okay. A lot of suspension. Of... to living in Chicago. Yeah. Oh God. A lot of suspension of disbelief in that one. So I, I can kind of see someone not liking that kill too much. Uh, but yeah, we have to move on to favorite Chucky death. Uh, I guess I'll go first and make it easy. The fan kill when, you know, Barkley tears off Chucky's hand with his knife after he gets it from the kid and then he throws him off and it's that long extended scream all the way down into the fan below and it just chops him up into little pieces. That's what I really liked. And it, and it goes on for like a while. It's not like it's over when he falls into the fan. It's like, there's explosions and shit going off when he's in the van and like he's blowing up and then chunks all over the place as the doll like gets sawed in half. I, that was probably one of the best kills in Child's Play 3 in regards to Chucky. That ride itself baffles me. Oh. That is a pop-up carnival. And that ride is the size of like a small village. It's <laughs> like the biggest roller coaster to ever be portable. 
open they throw the budget into that thing. <laughs> right. That's the whole carnival right there is that one roller coaster and a rinky dink like cotton candy machine down the way. Whole place. And like sharp blades too, though. Like because one of them like cut Chucky's face off in that movie. I yeah, that Reaper. That yeah. Reaper statue. Yeah, that's yeah, super dangerous. You know, Screw OSHA, I guess. <laughs> we work at the murder carnival. <laughs> My, I guess Child's Play 2 for me. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, when I'm they... Gonna back that one up, too. They put him in that, the machine. Yeah. And then blow up his head. It's... Got melted, got mangled, and got blown up. That's a three for... That's a hat trick. It was it suffered immensely during that story it was perfect. <laughs> they literally mm-hmm. fucking tortured Chucky in that movie. Like my god, like first his legs, then his hand. It it's like a just build up of him getting torn apart and constantly coming back over and over again until they blow up his fucking head. Just, and after I mean, getting coated in like melted plastic, being stabbed with a bunch of other doll arms because he went back through a machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love that he's like he lost his legs and he's just wheeling on this like cart thing and he's still like I'm gonna kill you I'm like yeah dude you you you're missing your legs I don't think you're gonna kill anybody but okay yeah, he's talk- trying he, he's talking about chopping off like Andy's legs I'm like it's funny because he doesn't have a leg to stand on huh? he's like I'm like, gonna don't cut you, your don't legs you need, off too don't you need those legs Chuck <laughs> it's kind like, of your whole plan. <laughs> And you're missing like one hand. You're just like a knife hand. So you're just dragging yourself on one hand. It's like, yeah, yeah, sure, good try. <laughs> oh no! Wait a minute. Didn't he like miss the cutoff time? Like he missed the 24 hours, so he couldn't transfer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He was pissed. Uh, he was right. trapped in the body. That's he was been a just minute. super freaking upset. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, he seemed peeved. I would be too. <laughs> yeah, he was not. He was not happy. <laughs> He's like, you little shit, do you know what you did? Now I'm trapped in this body. That is that is something that I that is very particular about a situation where it's like he's kinda hard to kill because he's a doll, so technically like it it's not the same as like stabbing a human, you know, like he can be killed, but it's still he's outer coating of plastic, so it's harder, I guess, for some things to affect him, but he still feels the same pain. So it's not like he's completely invulnerable either. So it's like, oh. it must suck for him. It's like, damn, I'm in I mean, this, but I'm still getting hurt. I mean, in the first movie, he did say, uh, he's like, uh, you know, when you came to, when I went to you about this being a mortar stuff, I thought she would just yank in my chain. But <laughs> not, not now, not, except for one thing this and he just points at his shoulder where he got shot and he's like he's like i thought i wasn't supposed to get hurt he's <laughs> like uh i i it hurt like a son of a bitch it even bled John? <laughs> and he's like you're turning human what <laughs> what <laughs> no it's like that that's what sucks for him it's like it's like i think it's a bit of an advantage but also yeah it still hurts all of it <laughs> It's also kind of weird, like, because there's moments where he is human and certain places you can shoot him and kill him or blow him up like the heart or the head. But 
in oh, well, the har. Don't don't don't, you got, don't mess it up. It's the har. The har. <laughs> the, the har dumbbell. The har. The har. <laughs> but yeah, it's like certain pieces of him later on is like in doll form, and he's not really dead. Like I think when Andy blew off his head in uh, Curse, and then you move on to like Colt. He's still kind of like alive, just being tortured. So I, I, I always thought that was kind of weird, to be honest. It's the, it's they, they play around with the lore a lot in the last few movies, and it's a little frustrating because yeah, like Nika, like completely takes off his head and it's just fluff and all that stuff. It's like what, but, but, but why? <laughs> but then, in, and then in Colt, they can be killed, even though they were just trans. Their soul was just transferred into the doll, but they can still be killed. So it's like I don't get it. It, yeah. they, they play around with it, I guess. This is a bit also, weird. Apparently, one of them didn't even know he had a handgun in his body the entire time. Oh, yeah, and then Andy just, like, <laughs> rips his fucking guts out. That was, that was pretty sick. <laughs> he stomps him out. <laughs> so funny. Honestly, that's another good Chucky kill when he, like, tears out the handgun, shoots him, and then shoots him in the head, and then he's not dead, so Andy just, like, curb stomps him a little bit, then he kills him. Yeah. That's like uh, you have that kind of proof that there's blood and like brains and stuff inside of a doll. Like, how do how is it possible that that evidence is there and yet people still don't believe it? It's like, bruh, hmm. how can you explain that? Anyone else got like a favorite Chucky kill they want to mention? Okay. Uh, hold on, I can't think of one right now. Dang, do we all just bandwagon up on Child's Play 2? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, just like two, two hands down, two. I, it's either um, two or three for favorite Chucky dust for me, or, honestly. For me, it's either two or seeds because I actually did like it when um Glenn actually cut off uh all of his body parts and actually, Chucky's oh, Chucky's last words. Um, I think uh, I think it's an add a boy, I, my son. Actually. Had a boy, son. Had a boy. Actually, I did like uh, Charles play one his death because yeah. he yeah, kept. That was actually really That was good. simple. That was that was a pretty simple. Death. What? This I man was it. burned alive. This man was kept getting shot despite being burned alive and still. Oh, yeah. The, the way it lead all... to his death was was fantastic. Can we say that get... cop in the hallway is like really dumb? Yes. <laughs> He's really dumb. He's a doll. He's a it's a doll. And then the other hand was choking him. Kill him. Even though even though the detective told him not to touch yeah, anything. Don't, and don't <laughs> don't don't forget you heard Chucky's head going, kill him! Don't let him go, don't let him live, kill him. He should. Yeah, the bit where like the voice transfer like goes back to the doll voice in the middle of him dying is pretty damn good. That was I disturbing. Agree. He was like, hi, my name is Chucky. Wanna play? I was like, oh, that's... I wasn't expecting right? that. While he's, like, dying and melted, pretty damn good. That is a, a hell of an honorable mention for second place in my book. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the way they handle that is... That's one of the few Chucky deaths that... Well, I mean, it's a few overt ones, too, and it's, it's some lame ones, like... I didn't like that he just got shot and bright. I, I thought that could have been done better, you know. But the line that he said before he was killed was funny. He's like, "Ah, oh, but dying is such a bitch." After talking about coming uh, back, I'll be back. I'll I'll always be back. 
but dying is such a bitch. Yeah, that that part was great, but just oh, I get shot like five times, kill over, you know that that that's just a little bit basic to me. But uh, the creepy factor of the first one, where it's like adult voice then child, is just ugh. it just sends chills down your spine. Uh, with how they crafted that one. I have a good side question. Mm -hmm. I have a good side question, actually. A very quick one. A very quick one. Do it. Favorite Chucky resurrection? For me, Child's Play 2, because yep. they use the same fucking head, the body... No, no, no. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, not Child's Play 2. I don't think it was... Two. I think it was... um. Child's Play 3. Oh, you're where... talking about where the the blood body of Chucky sort of falls over that like uh vat and that place looks like yeah. it's been abandoned for like 20 years. Uh yeah, and he screams and he and he screams. Yeah. Two, uh, cool. two is the one where um there's that giant electrical storm and like all the people operating on the Chucky doll like dies. Yeah. Yeah, because like the they same skeleton that they refurbished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say that one for me. It's it's the one that keeps it the most concise. Yeah, I would say I would say two or three for me, but two sticks out a little bit more because they actually use the same uh, same head. Yep, I I will say that one's memorable. Yeah, that's my favorite for sure because it's. It's just it's just really cool to see the whole process of like hand making the doll for them and everything and and yeah they they they, they were managed to to recover that part of him so it's like uh it's not that easy to just obliterate him. What a weird publicity stunt too. We got the the cursed toy and then we refurbished it so now it's fixed. The exact same one, yeah. <laughs> they could have just lied. They could have been like, look, here's a different one completely, but it's the same skeleton. Just there wouldn't have even been a sequel after that. They could have just lied. <laughs> no, they just they just said that the kid was crazy. Man. As well as as well as his mother. Yeah, Play Pals or I'm pretty sure that was their name. They were really dumb throughout the series. Good guy. Yeah, good guys, or, or, or what? Like, just they were. Oh, I, I think the CEO died as well in the third one. So, uh, that's when mm -hmm. Chucky's a uh, late night strangulation, which is another funny. For the oh, yeah. large of Child's Play, they also make a TV show and cereal and pajama. What is it? Like yeah. a onesie that's also pajamas. They make it's, too much stuff. It's, it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that I remember the CEO's death friend because I remember he says uh, ah just like the good old days nothing like a good strangulation to get the circulation going that's the first <laughs> time I've seen someone strangled by a yo-yo that's brilliant actually <laughs> I give this series so much props for ingenuity when it comes to kills Oh man, but hold on. N now we're getting into like the halfway point. So, uh, number five says, "How did we feel about the voodoo lore that was given throughout the entire series?" Oh, I can answer that real quick. Mm -hmm. And it's a very simple answer: better than the reboot. There. Uh, yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like it, 
you know it's basic stuff but it's still deep like the guy does the incantation puts his body in the doll and he's desperate like that's the main thing with chucky he's super desperate to get out because once again he's turning human uh over time it got a little bit complex i would say really definitely when they introduced the curse of dabala with um the amulet and you know they didn't bring that up anymore and then now chucky's oh. like I-, I guess it makes sense for the voodoo to get stronger for him to put his soul into other dolls like almost instantaneously like it's just for me it's like it's I, I, it's like i love it but i also hate it because it's so frustrating because yeah they change things from like one movie to another where it's like mm-hmm. yeah and some it's like it depends on how long he's been in the doll to determine if he if it can be killed or if he can survive it but then yeah like in the next movie it's like instantaneously the same day he can still be killed or uh, yeah like in, in cult he says like he got the spell from voodoo for dummies.com for how to oh yeah transfer his soul to multiple bodies. so much oh. <laughs> oh my god like it makes sense for like tiffany to use that book but like wait wait hit man <laughs> And now it's time to play hide the soul. Yeah, it's like he used to need that whole damn spell, and he did. The only time he succeeded was was at the end of Curse when he when he transferred into Alice's body. That's the only time that worked because they dropped the amulet thing, and now it's like now now it's the the Voodoo for Dummies <laughs> Curse thing where he can transfer into multiple bodies. So it's it's just crazy. They have fun with it, but it's it's frustrating. <laughs> I think it worked well in like the first movie, but I, I wouldn't have kept going with it myself. Yeah, I, I think it served the purpose for like a catalyst, and then like it, you get you get John the Witch Doctor, you get to kill the Har, and then after that, <laughs> you just be like, okay, the skeleton's in a new body, it's a different doll, same shtick, same rules, but then like don't lean as hard on the voodoo because I have the damn Ade Due Dembola stuck in my freaking head after every time I go through that stupid movie series, that one goddamn line. And then, like, and then, yeah, Voodoo for Dummies, and then I I don't, I just, mm, I don't know, I'm not, Cult is fine, I don't, I don't personally like the concept of, like, three Chuckies or however many. It, It, for me, that kind of, like, dilutes the the just the concept of his character a bit but i haven't seen the show so i mean i know that's going to be a question coming up at some point i like i haven't seen it so i don't know how that fits in but yeah the the voodoo thing definitely wears thin for me really fast oh it's well damn how can i put this it's it's going to be a lot more voodoo where that came from that's the only thing i can say about it for now listen the only thing the only thing i have to tell you Kujo about that is Ade Due Dambala. I can't wait for one day that's going to be a pickup line and be like, hey, I know a little bit of Haitian Creole. You want to hear it? Oh my God. Go oh my the God. <laughs> They're like, damn, you know, what? what is that language? Damn, like, yes. I remember. You'd be like, damn, want to come back to my place and play hide no. the soul? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I, mean, I mean, I will say, like, uh, I know uh, Jennifer Tilly complimented um, on Brad Dorf, like actually remembering the uh, 
the line. Yeah, B for like, B. Entire Chan. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. Did you know I actually did not have to read the script for that. I remembered it. <laughs> Good job, King. I. Okay. I'm sure he. I'm pretty sure he gets asked to do that like all the time. I die. Yeah, Tiffany uh, has a a big a big personality in the series. Um, we know what you mean by that, Ren. Uh, talk about personality, <laughs> like it's definitely a big personality. Okay, Ren. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You put too much emphasis on it. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> Even Chucky noticed it when she picked him up at Brian, and he was yeah, just yeah, yeah, staring yeah. down. I was like, yeah. what? The he knows, look, he knows what he's got. They look, look bigger he, than him look, that size too. Look, he got he got her personality and the meatballs. Perfect. Perfect oh yeah, she's going about the Swedish meatballs. I forgot Swedish about meatballs. that. I was about to say Swedish meatballs. Chucky's favorite. So we have number six on the document. What are your thoughts on all the other characters besides Chucky who stood out in this franchise? Um. <laughs> Oh, will you check me? Uh, hold what? on. Um, did someone just join? Yeah, I, yeah, I just joined. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. We were kind of on um question number six. Uh, but I guess since you're here, you can introduce yourself real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, noob. I'm just a variety streamer as well, and I love horror movies as well. And I have the whole collection. Check it. Actually, I have the dolls too. Right, right, oh! right. Me. Both dolls. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> you know what? I think, yeah. I only, I think I only have the Bride of Chucky doll. But that was because it was the popular doll in my area. Mm. You know what? I will be generous. Noob, since you just got here, uh, we're on question number five, and we were talking about how the voodoo lore influenced the series and what is your thoughts about how they did it. So uh, I'm going to pass this over to you so you can answer that question. Yeah, I think that the first... The first one, I think it was just probably just the first one. I don't know if they did it in the second one too, but they talk a lot more about it in the first one, where it's like the background of it, kind of like the voodoo, like of like him transferring his soul. I mean, like they talk about a lot where he, you know, I mean, he has to get into their body by a certain point, otherwise he's stuck in the doll form for eternity, kind of thing. But um, I thought that the first one, like they 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 really went in depth with it too, so it's like. I thought it'd be kind of cool. Like I, I honestly, I thought when they first were making them that they were going to go a totally different direction with it. Like maybe instead of since he can't go in the boy and he, he told the, that the, um, I forget the boy's name now. Um, was his name Charlie or something like that? Andy, 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 Andy. Oh, I don't Andy. know why I was thinking Charlie. <laughs> I got, I got, I got a flesh Santa Claus out of my head. Uh, <laughs> But uh, Andy, like, whenever, like, he he told him first his name, so that's what he had to transfer his soul to. But I honestly thought that they would take it a different way where he could also transport it into another doll or something like that. So it's like, oh, maybe I can just change to a different doll or something, you know? Which I guess he could have cosmetically change himself, which I'm surprised that they never thought about doing that really in the series. I mean, it's, I guess, to keep the iconic look, though, because that's what everybody likes, you know? I mean, I, that's what I like, too. I, I didn't really like the remake one where they made him look, I don't know, for some reason, his face looked downsy in one of them. <laughs> like in one oh. of the newer ones. Yeah, no, but so, 
<laughs> now that you mentioned it, though, like my least favorite like look though would definitely have to be like curse. Like the foot yeah. is covered up. It looks awful. I hate. Yeah, it. The, the, the curse was terrible, and I, I liked that the cult that kind of brought back his look a little bit. So I was like, okay, you know, I mean, you guys at least brought it back and stuff, but definitely the earlier ones I like. But I just like I always thought that it was like really cool concept of putting that in there and uh, the the changing the soul thing. But I kind of wish that it didn't end with him being at a certain age and he stuck to the doll. I I feel like they could have left it open where he could have done it any time because didn't he try to transfer his soul to a different person, different kid at one point? So like they kind of contradicted that. Like yeah, the army one. Movie, he tried to put it in uh, Tyler, I think his name was. Yeah. yeah, Tyler. yeah. He interpreted it as if like the first person he tells the secret to in that lifetime, I guess, like in that ah. time that he's been in the doll, that's what he thought. He's like, oh, I got a new body. I can do this again. But it's like, we don't know. That's how he's interpreting it. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they, I, I feel like they kind of like make the rules kind of loose just so that way they can be like, you know, hey, you know, we can we can do whatever. It's like, no, no, shut up. Don't pay attention to that detail. <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know how they do that in some movies and stuff like that? Like, there's like a continuity error kind of thing, and they just kind of like skip past it. Like, no, 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 that's not, <laughs> you're not supposed to notice that. Yeah, they kind of do that a lot as things continue onward from, you know, curse and cult from there. And it's just like, even in the TV show a little bit, they kind of do that. And it's just like, yeah, I, kind of understand but at the same time i guess if those people who are real like lore enthusiasts they will definitely tell the difference and uh a few people here have said the voodoo for dummies thing is well dumb so yeah, yeah I, I can totally get that one uh but you know you know what i have another quick side question here before we continue on uh in terms of chucky's look uh people like did you like a scar look compared to the normal one or do you prefer like the normal one a little bit more i like the scarred look like all the 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 stitches all over because i i think of it is like i mean even though it doesn't really make sense if you think about it because if they're making a new doll and his body's going it he, it should be a perfectly nice doll every time but mm -hmm. i like it better because it shows like all the stuff that he went through the movies and it's kind of like in kind of like saying yep this is this is his battle scars and you know so well, actually, like... the scarred one's not a new doll. That's the uh, that was stolen from the evidence locker after the third movie. That's just the same one, all chopped up. That's in I mean, They did a good job with like, because uh, I think Jennifer, or uh, yeah, Jennifer Tilly's character didn't she re like also restitch them back together too? To yeah, she did. Back? She did. And that's yeah. like in in Bride though, but then in Curse, like yeah. at the end, he stitched up. But then I'm like, wait, where's where'd that doll come from? Is that yeah. one like, where did that where did that one come okay. from? Is that the same doll? Like I don't know. I I think they Curse did that was supposed to be a soft reboot. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they're supposed to be like Bride and Seed didn't really happen. And yeah. then they're bringing that stuff back, so it's like ah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think for, for that in particular, it's very weird, but I I kind of don't think that's the same Chucky doll that was shot in the grave, just that somehow in some new fashion, he has returned and uh, they kind of did the peeling off of the face aesthetically to show, hey, uh, you remember that this happened to him in the previous movie? Now we're sort of resurrecting that in terms of looks. 
and I do prefer the Scar version a little bit more because uh, it just looks creepy, especially with the yeah. semi-flesh uh, hanging off from the eye. That that always looked weird to me. So I, oh yeah, yeah. I pretty the much dolls I have is he's all like messed up in the face and stuff. I love it because like it definitely does kind of like show you like all the stuff that he's gone through and stuff like that. And the fact that it's like yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like. And I think it's also helpful too for like I mean obviously people know like oh Chucky one is the first one Chucky two is the second one you know what I mean like it's very clear but it's kind of cool because then when you're watching them it's like oh, okay well and then you know I mean you you see the scars get more and he does look more gruesome and it looks even better like I'm a huge fan of like 80s horror makeup and stuff like that you know what I mean Tom Savini is a god Oof, but yeah that's that's what always captures my eye because that's why i like i like that creepy factor to it so i think that they did a great job of like doing that and added that too because it definitely added to his character and then him being more of a rock kind of guy like his his actual per, like uh personality is incredibly awesome <laughs> so but yeah i i i and i think that what was it in the second one they kind of show in the very beginning when they're showing the words coming up that you see the spiral of the plastic and blood and stuff like that like they're making the basically taking the old stuff and kind of melting it down to make the new doll too don't they yeah in the third one yeah, yeah it's pretty it's three okay i didn't know if it was the second one or three I get mixed up a little bit. I haven't watched them recently. I should have should have watched them before doing this, honestly. <laughs> like rewatched them all. Yeah, but that that was one of uh we talked about intros. I think that was uh one of my favorite like resurrections and intros that they did for Chucky. Uh yeah. along with two where there's the lightning chaos and everyone's like dying uh because they bought back the doll and they thought it was a good idea when it really wasn't uh but anyone uh else have any opinions on looks do you prefer normal chucky or scart i prefer, I prefer the normal one personally yeah same I, I don't know the scarred one i just think it's a little overdone a bit like Frank, it's frankenstein like, yeah for the like for the scarred one i kind of prefer the cursed scarred one the one that still looks mostly like the regular doll but it's a little fucked up understand the uh like the bride and seed ones i i personally just think they're a little much i do get it though in bright because he he did kind of get sliced up by a fan in the last movie so uh, they had to show like some sort of progression and i i guess that's why i don't mind it that much but yeah i I do get where you're coming from i like clean chucky i don't know how far we are in like in different like i'm hoping i'm not gonna like go out of sequence and like any questions you guys are asked i know i'm kind of joining late but I didn't know if you guys talked much about the concept with Sea of Chucky or anything, or you know, me and the baby. Uh, <laughs> we we did not mention uh, Glenn or any other characters, but we're about to get there. Uh, yeah, okay. well yeah, segue... I, I don't want to jump ahead. I'll, I can always wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I can always segue into that. Uh, is everyone done with this one for look? Um, well, for me, like I I do like that they did the guard thing because it made him like more iconic for like the newer generation like that's what people think of yeah and it was a way to sort of like revitalize the franchise i mean i do really like it but the original like look is gonna always be my favorite because it's it's what makes him so scary he looks like a doll and he looks like a child's toy and he can get close to children and that is very scary because children are vulnerable and really assuming 
<laughs> yeah, it's like the the scariest sort of things like revolve around children because they're so innocent, so naive. You want to protect them, so it's like for a for a freaking serial killer to be like just <laughs> you're hugging your child. It's like no, that's awful. So I honestly, it kind of reminds me of like a real life thing. Like somebody had an Elmo doll that said kill James or whatever. And for some reason, like the kid's name was James. It's supposed to say, I love you, James. But for some reason they messed up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And so the kid had a doll that kept saying, kill James, kill James. They just asking it kill like a question. James? Kill James? <laughs> I was oh, like, God. oh my gosh. It's like, it's, it, it felt like, you know what I mean? Like, like if Chucky was real, that would be like, you know what I mean? Oh, the factory messed up somehow. And you got to kill her doll, but. I like the first one. I think it's mainly just because it's like a nostalgia thing that I like it. And I, I, it's my probably one of my favorite movies of the series. But I do like the scarred look. I think that was a great idea to do because it's like, what are you going to do once you've done the killer doll thing and you're doing a sequel? Like, what's there left to do? And to make it somewhat different or unique, I guess, I get the out of the scars and that kind of adds more personality to it, you know? Yeah, so he doesn't really, ha he doesn't concern himself much with blending in anymore. He's just out there, doesn't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. on top of that, it's also around the time they stopped calling them Child's Play movies because they stopped treating them like horror movies and they started naming them after Chucky because yeah. this is kind of a post-Scream revitalization of it where it was, they, they definitely leaned more into horror comedy, so it didn't have to, like, it didn't have to track so much with logic. They could just be like, it's Chucky. Just watch the movie Shut Up and Popcorn. It's a fucking doll that kills people. Honestly, that worked because Chucky is so iconic and because his personality is so um, outlandish and the stuff that he says, it could work. And I, I like the fact that they gave him someone to play off of, which was uh, the Tiffany doll. So in the end of the day, I, I think Bright was one of those movies where they might have changed the formula, but it worked for the better. Uh, but we're going to move on to question number six. So I'm going to let you guys like answer this off and uh, I'll just read it. Uh, so what are your thoughts on all the other characters besides Chucky who stood out in the franchise? So who wants to go first? <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I can go. Um, okay. Like, uh, do, do you just mean like like what characters like or didn't like kind of thing or so, not like i guess you could it could be something like that like what do you think of like andy or tiffany or yeah. characters like that or people you didn't I, like i kind but... of really liked andy in the beginning earlier ones like i mean he's a child actor and stuff like that but i think when they switched him and i think it was the third one or is the fourth one when it, he's going to the, the army one. yeah third one yeah that's not alex yeah. vincent anymore yeah, yeah. We switched to him. It was it just that one just seemed kind of off to me too because it also I didn't know if that made sense for Andy's character to go to the army and stuff like that or military or whatever. Like, and I know he was doing a training thing, wasn't he? Like, it was. It was it was, like a, that was unruly, basically. Like, it was because of his behavior. It's kind of like mandated military yeah, school. It was like thing. ROTC, and um, a lot of. I think the story behind Andy was a lot of other people would not take him because he was a traumatized child, so they just put him in a uh, boot camp. Uh, instead of just being homeschooled or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they just or took just... him uh, because just because. I thought they that got like a... taken away from his mom because she was deemed like either crazy or an unfit parent. Or that's something. that's, that's part of it too. too. That's part of it too. Yeah. yeah. She was she was still in an institution, so he was just 
like going around foster families and stuff. And that was just kind of a, like a common punishment for kids back then. Like, oh, you're bad. You're going to military school. It's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <I hate that. laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I think it was because he was like, like he was so used to the Chucky doll come to life. And he was so scared of it that he ended up acting a little bit more. Um, well, I mean, I guess what we would think would be like psychotic behavior you know what i mean like just going around and stabbing a doll or something like that or you know what i mean yeah or, like or talking about killing things or something like that but to him that was normal because he went through the nightmare a few times at that point and he, then... uh yeah he would act out yeah so it, it was a mixture of not only his mom was like uh committed but he would act out and be traumatized and he was I, I think Andy was publicized in the news for uh everything that happened with the Chucky doll conspiracy. So that made like foster families not want to pick him up and he ended up in military school later on. Yeah, because yeah. he also kept jumping back and forth between foster home, foster home, foster home. Yep. Trouble child essentially, that's what the media saw mass. Yeah, I, I, I guess that makes sense. It, it's it's kind of weird because it feels like the movie's kind of like. I think they touched up on it for sure, but they didn't like excessively look into it really. You know what I mean? Like, or which I guess it's good because you don't want to like have all your pacing be. Well, let's do the backstory of why he's crazy, you know, or going, you know, what I mean acting out and stuff. But yeah, yeah. But I really liked Jennifer Tilly's character too as a bride took. I thought that was really well done because. They show him transferring her body in and her becoming a doll. And it was like similar to how Chucky became one. So I, f I feel like, you know. And she's a great character too. Like, I, I just feel like their chemistry, she's a bit more wholesome than Chucky. So when, yeah. when they start fighting and it gets violent, um, excuse me. Uh, you you can tell that both of these characters have opposing sides to them. Like she's the one that wants to be the housewife, um, and and bright. Like uh, she's the one that wants to be the housewife, and he wants to be the one that goes against the rules and kill everything. And that sort of leads into seed as well. Uh, so I I I think that is a contrasting personality that really works out well. Yeah. I, I didn't really care though too much when I, I I hopefully I'm getting you guys all the time to talk to. I don't mean to if I'm interrupting somebody. Oh no no, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> oh, but um, that kind of like makes me like go into like, the whole Glenn character too because I was like I thought that was terrible because like he's in a doll, but the doll doesn't have like. I mean, they never show if they're like. I mean, I guess they can't really show if they're um anatomically correct <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no they specifically reference that they are yeah they oh, are no. just the glenn glenda doll wasn't uh but <laughs> i mean during that scene of uh bride where you know the two dolls are going at it and she tells chucky to get a condom they are anatomically correct it is yeah. very it's weird. Like, they do it on purpose. They they really right. just like they do it because it's silly. But like we were in the doll factory in Child's Play too. We saw the dolls' crotches. They did not have dicks. They were. Yeah. Oh god. It's like so. It's like I. 
but it's just something they did for that movie just just because they wanted them to like to, to it, have sex <laughs> the dolls it don't have like guts and bones either i guess it grows yeah. in uh, I guess no, I was thinking like how would they how would he even get her pregnant because if technically he's a doll now he's not in his own body so he wouldn't have that part of his DNA I guess I don't know I mean when he when he turns more human I guess it's because he has like blood now and all that stuff I guess technically he also has like the reproductive system starts working so it's like it's weird it's like they, they didn't really think about the lore too much with this one they just wanted to have fun with it so oh yeah they wanted to make like five jokes about this and they just said we're gonna whitewash over all the logic <laughs> that goes into it we want those jokes <laughs> oh yeah definitely it's... joke fodder yeah then, then then they just and then they used it to 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 to, to poor make poor glenn's life miserable <laughs> yeah and his the personality on was it glenn slash glinda because it wasn't it like a like a dual personality kind of thing yeah it was one boy and one girl trapped in the same body yeah it was to me it was like it was just so odd to like that character so it was like it almost made it to where, like, I mean, I guess it's it's about see Chucky the baby, but it was like, it kind of like I feel like if I'm watching a Chucky movie, there's got to be, you know, what I mean, a whole. I mean, I I don't know if I would call it horror aspect, but I mean, it's him like almost like a thrasher killer kind of thing, you know, where they're killing a bunch of people. But I feel like in see Chucky, not very many people really died in that one. It was just kind of centered around the new character. Uh, the, the, see, I feel like C did a bunch of off-screen stuff to just kind of pack yeah. numbers. Yeah. I remember there's a bit where he, like, bangs a closet and three bodies fall out of it. Mm-hmm. None of them have names. None of them are characters. They're just three dead people. Chucky has three more kills in this movie now. It was... <laughs> it, it was just so he could be like, oh, I did these things without Tiff knowing. It's, like, on purpose. It's like, but still, it's like, I want to see them. Yeah, it, right, right, yeah. Because... Is yeah, they they definitely wanted to build like that and Bride as like comedic movies, but there's they still had to be like horror adjacent. Yeah, that movie just felt entirely like Chucky and Tiffany had a gambling addiction, but instead of gambling, it was like killing people, and that was it. It's just <laughs> weird. I I love that movie so much though. It's like it's just been guilty pleasure. Oh, but it believe, is so <laughs> oh, believe me, it is entertaining for all the wrong reasons. Especially <laughs> the scene where we had to see a doll in the window deposit into yes. a cup, and I'm like, what Yay. the fuck are they doing? Oh god. Right in a movie. It's like what am I supposed to out producers? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? It's like what the I guess that's why they call it Cedar Chucky. It makes sense. Uh yeah. Yeah, you're thinking. Oh man. Uh I, I always loved uh Brian Chucky. I always thought that was really funny. Like it was really well done, like put bringing her on there, and then they still had a lot of the killing and stuff like that. So I thought there was a lot of really good balance. But I feel like the Cedar Chucky it almost like Oh, like, I wasn't I wasn't too into it, I guess like if all of them like I feel like that was like my one of my least favorites as well as like the third one with the um, ROTC kind of thing. But the rest of it to me felt like normal kind of Chucky movies. I mean, obviously, the first one being like the original, you know, what I mean, like the, the one that started all. So it's obviously at a different pace than the rest of them. It's more horror related. You know, what I mean, they got more and more comedic as it went on. Mm hmm. Yeah, Seed is definitely an example where they overdid the humor 
and <laughs> most of it i mean i'm not gonna lie some of it was funny seeing red man die in that movie was kind of just comedy gold to me but uh yeah the rest of it with the pissing your pants thing and and glenn running and it looks like he's running in 12 fps i i was not feeling that at all uh <laughs> but to go back on the topic of characters i would say andy's cool you know the stoic hero over the series that has conquered chucky yeah. a lot of times i really like kyle as well you know his uh, foster sister um a lot of personality there um you know she was kicking chucky's ass for a little bit i i, I like that I also enjoyed the detective from the first one, uh, Mike Norris. I, I thought he was a cool character as well. Hopefully, he comes back in the yeah. TV show too. Um, I even I even really kind of liked Chucky's character before he ended up in the doll. Even oh, so you're talking <laughs> about Charles Lee Ray? Yeah, that, yeah. That's um, I don't know if it's on document anywhere, but that's an interesting backstory too because you don't know much about his like serial killer history, and they try to go into detail on that on the show, which I do appreciate. You find out that he's been. Yeah. at it all along this is how he met tiffany and they sort of do like this bonnie and clyde thing where they go around and like just kill everybody so it's fascinating to see chucky sort of end up like that and go to nika's mom i, I did like the fact that he's the one who calls her to be the way she was as well when he stabbed her mom in the belly so uh, a, I... a crazy scene but that's how it all started i hate that so much actually <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's random it's definitely random because like why does it have this random obsession with like this woman's mom but you know i don't know i don't know maybe they'll explain it like season two maybe maybe because like i hope so because it's this kind of person that would ne i never would have imagined that he would ever want kids or anything like that it was with someone they had like they they killed together you would think he would want to stay with tiffany but somehow he just like thinks he fell in love with another woman like so quickly randomly a mother and he actually wanted to like be with her and raise her kids i'm like what what the fuck well this is why <laughs> tiffany called the police on him <laughs> that's got to be it's also so... told about it's spoiler so oh yeah that is that is spoiler alert <laughs> i'm sorry but it was so stupid for me it was like how in the world is he now suddenly like oh i want i want like but no but i want to be with you and with your kids I'm like no 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 i hate that but uh but i do love nika though like she's she's great she's super good with like with the representation of having a disabled character be like to fight against a horror movie villain and to show how she, even with that she can still use that even to her advantage sometimes but I'll say I, I that one too. That was a disabled one, right? Like, yeah, that that's uh, Brad Dur's daughter. The one that's in the last yeah. one. Yeah, that that's his daughter, and it's cool how she kind of um, transitions and turns into him uh, later on when uh, Cole happens and he uh, puts his soul into Nika, and she starts <laughs> acting like him, and then she stomps some doctor's head in. So I'm like, okay, this is it's... cool. Hey, if you're gonna so cast somebody to play as Brad Dorif, you might as well just get his daughter. She spent the most time with him. <laughs> I love it. It's it's like That's it's awesome. so crazy. I love that dynamic. <laughs> yeah, Fiona Dorif rocks that role. I like that Nika's just smart. She's not stupid like a Holly, like a like a horror movie protagonist. Like she uh, notices a bunch of stuff in Curse, and then acts on it, which is really smart. 
Uh, yep. Same thing as like when they brought. I love that they brought Alex Vincent back to play Andy Barkley as an adult. That that's awesome. Because like yeah. it, in like one and two, I mean he's a little poopy pants kid, but he's yeah. he's he's Andy Barkley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then like I I I love seeing that too when they bring back characters and stuff like that. Like I mean, not to steer away from like the Chucky movies, but they did something similar with like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies too when they had Heather Langenkamp being one of the original survivors of Freddy. And then bring her back way back later, where she's helping some other people survive him. They do the same thing with Andy. You know, what I mean, in the early movies, he 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 overcomes. You know, what I mean, fighting off Chucky and everything else with help of other people. But then as he gets older, then it's like he's helping other people out. You know, they're encountering him and stuff. So it's it's kind of cool, like watching him become. You know, what I mean, the helpless kid to a hero, in a sense. Before we move on, does anyone else have any opinions on this question about characters that aren't Chucky? I love Kyle. Kyle's great. Uh, there's things I want to say, but I can't. But... Uh, don't, don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it for a second. That's all I'm gonna I, say. Uh, I don't believe it either. I hope not. Man. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah. Oh, this is the next question. So. Uh, Talking about the TV show, has anyone seen it here? I have. I have not seen it yet. I, I haven't. Have. Mostly it's just because I don't have any way to watch it. Oh, I remember. I remember they were yeah, running I, it I on sci-fi. I don't have Peacock and I'm here for. <laughs> I don't know if it's on DVD or Blu-ray yeah. at all. Oh, it, it is? is? Okay. Is it? I have uh, a, a Steelbook Blu-ray for it. It's so cool. I love it. Let me borrow it. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> How, how can I say those those non spoilers the most non spoilery possible? Uh, it's impossible. It can't be done. Uh, <laughs> it's it's good. Like okay, it's a nice expansion on how everything is set up for the story. Uh, one thing I do like is that they introduce this new cast of characters. There's Jake, and you know he's dealing with his family issues and his anxiety stuff like that. And then Chucky is just there, comes into his life. And then, you know, if Chucky's in the picture, things get, like, way worse. Uh, so that's one thing the show conveyed upon. I think for fans of the original series, you're going to like the fact that they expand on the lore and the backstory and the history as well. Because I was quite surprised they, like, did all of that as the show sort of set up and uh, talked about Chucky and how his progression has gone. Uh so that's the most non-spoiler way I could put it. I, I really liked it, and I can't wait until season two because they kind of have some stingers at the end of this season that they need to answer. I'm very excited. Oh, you, you know they're <laughs> going to answer a lot of those questions too. Like they like to keep you kind of hooked, and then you want to know what's happening. And they're going to introduce. I mean, I mean, hopefully, if the like, because by the sounds of it, the show's like really good. It's, they would introduce like another season and then there's kind of like they'll set up things for the next season to follow kind of thing you know i i kind of like the trailer for season two because it uh, again I'm, I'm trying to keep it super vague it's sort of like a detention school setting so it kind of reminds me of are they going to do child's play three but better so that that's kind of what i really like about it it's setting up some of those old callbacks 
but at the same time trying to keep everything new and refreshed. I just know that that season two is going to be my endgame. That's my it's my vindication for being so patient and just like loving this franchise for so long because they're bringing lots of things back, sort of tying up some loose ends that we weren't sure about. I'm sure of it. So it's just, bro, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super, super excited. Wait. And isn't it coming out this October? Or am I crazy? Yes, October. Yeah, October. Oh, yes. I will be watching, <laughs> will be watching it's that. It's spooky season. So it's, it's yeah, I was just super excited because lots of things are sort of coming back that I've been waiting for for a very long time. And I just like that it it's refreshing to come back to younger characters fighting him again. Not as young as, as Andy was in, like, the first two movies, but, like, you know, like, teens. So it's still, it's still pretty good. And they're coming to sort of younger characters. That dilemma was like, yeah, you're young. No one believes you, especially when this kind of stuff happens. And the only thing is that the flashback sequences annoy me because I like the story, but I really hate how they're dubbing over the actors. They like there are other actors playing the younger versions of them, but it's like it's it's Brad Dourif and Jennifer Tilly like talking over it, and it's just so distracting. It's like, oh my god, no, what are you doing this? Yeah, I I thought that was sort of weird as well. I. I... I would say for people who haven't watched it, when you get to that point, you will know what she's talking about. But the ADR dubbing and all they do there is kind of jarring at first. Uh, I don't know why. Like you could just let them, the actors, like talk in their normal voices. But it's like I don't know. I guess like they just have such iconic voices that it's like it has to be them. It's like yeah, but yeah. it just looks weird in presentation. But it's 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 still like getting that backstory though. Although I I will say though like that does sound like it would be weird that'd be distracting but sometimes like whenever I watch those old timey kind of like or not old timey but like eighties kind of horror stuff where they make the bad guy talk like a normal person and then you kind of like you know what I mean it almost adds a creepy factor to it yeah oh yeah but I mean I know it's a little bit different than what you're t- describing for the show so I mean that that just feels like it throw you off kind of like if you're watching something that's um, subtitled in the, or like or dubbed in English, <laughs> but then you're like they watching did, uh, like, the mouse not match up right or something. Or it's a character. They did learn a lot of like seventies, eighties horror movies that were like they were produced with actors from different countries, and so they had to dub over some of the lines in English, and it was. Uh, <laughs> It's it's basically it's basically a character twist, but it's just weird how it's presented. That's all I can really say about it. E. Yeah, because I um, at, at first I was confused. I was like, "Huh." Well, I mean, I do actually love the TV show. I was worried about it being on sci-fi, but it's pretty good. I'm ready for season two. And I was surprised by all the gore and swearing they were allowing. I I thought that was funny, but the the weirdest like sort of censorship about that show was when they couldn't say the word cunt because uh i no- i noticed that was everything else was like free for all on sci-fi but that was the one word that got like bleeped and i was like oh they have some weird policy with that so yeah yeah i feel like they I, it's good to give them that kind of creativity though for it because a lot of times like what makes the show and i'm not saying like <laughs> just be able to use foul language makes a show, but it's like the character, you know what I mean? Like this is what the character would say and stuff like that. So to like 
filter what they can say kind of like changes the character entirely almost you know and so oh. i feel like like letting them have that free range to be able to have them say things or do certain things that normally we'd be like oh no that's not acceptable but it's like well we understand if you're trying to drive the plot a certain way if you're trying to have the character be a certain way that it makes sense it's just a weird sci-fi policy where they could say anything under the sun but that word <laughs> so when it happened in the show it was a little bit weird uh but I, i'm pretty sure this is like uncensored on like dvd all the way so you should be good oh, if you yeah. get a copy of that there i guarantee you i don that like child's play is don mancini's baby he was he, if 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 they wouldn't let him do that i'm sure he'd find another channel that would oh <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh i didn't get a chance to answer the the last question i was gonna mention kyle and um Andy and uh, Nika. Oh, fair. Oh, that they're great. Oh, we're steadily getting through it, by the way, because I know these uh, drugs are kicking in for me, so we do have to sort of kind of wrap it up. But uh, the next two questions, did you see the Child's Play reboot? If so, describe your thoughts on them modernizing the formula. I have not seen this, so I will skip and let you guys take it. Um, honestly, I have seen it, but I, I will wait to hear what other people say first. Honest, honestly, honestly, this is now. I I was iffy on it. I didn't hate it a hundred percent, but I definitely didn't necessarily vibe with it too much. Um, I mean, the fact that the fact that he could control anything that was made by the same company that made him that was pretty terrifying. Whether it was Andy's hearing aid or um the TV, the Wi-Fi, the speakers, the vehicle that. That actually not terrify me, but that did make me go like, wow, holy shit. And I mean, just just that alone kind of like got my attention mostly. Um I did not like I did not like how Chucky looked. They could have done so much better with that. Um <clears throat> The writing was very hit or miss. Um, and I didn't like the fact that they had Chucky be super possessive of um, Andy. Though, seeing him doing whatever it took to protect Andy, that was, uh, that was very, very, very interesting. I mean, he... Um, Chucky ended up brutally murdering... Um, Andy's mom's uh, boyfriend who um, Andy did not like and vi vice versa with her boyfriend because um, he ended up getting a lawnmower to death which I'm like hell yeah uh, I like the kills in it mostly but other than that 
I don't know. I mean, I like the modernized look. Well, not the look of him, like the design, but just the idea that he could control like your speakers, um, vehicles, the Wi-Fi, your TV, your hearing aid, if you have one, your phone. That is just fucking terrifying. Because for me, the movie was like five, five out of ten. I've seen worse, way worse. All right, anyone else want to go on this? Um, I haven't first... seen it, so I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, now go ahead. I was just going to say, I haven't seen it, so I'm like, I'm skipping this one. I have, and pretty much like the same, pretty much like a lot of the same thoughts. Uh, the the whole thing about yeah him having access to like the other sort of devices is makes what makes it more like unique and what i'm happy that they did a kind of like ai based doll concept what, what i like is that they they did something new they didn't just make like another killer doll movie but that's also what frustrates me like they had a really nice concept a little bit more original they they didn't need the child's play name but they knew that they had to use it in order to get like people to watch it so it's just weird to just see like yeah, child's play and the doll's name is Chucky and all that, but it's so different. And they have Andy and Karen and it's like, but it's so, 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 so different. Like they could have just done this completely original with a different title and everything, but I get it. I get that's what they had to do because it, it's still, a, it was still a really nice concept because that's honestly a fear that I have where it's like, it's obviously sort of like riffing off Amazon, where it's like, yeah, if these companies keep building, be making more devices, and you have a lot of them in your home, someone can hack that and potentially do something dangerous or steal your information. So it's something that is real that could happen, not with <clears> a doll, but mm, hey, we're I think we're far oh. from like AI takeover, but it's a threat. Yeah. Don't don't forget about Mark Hamill singing. Yeah, I still that was, that was pretty. In my head. That was, yeah, you are my buddy until the end. He was, yeah, he was so fucking creepy. I, I love Mark. In my opinion, I did not mind Mark Hamill as Chucky. He gave me the creeps. I'd never get the creeps from Mark Hamill <laughs> ever. That was great. Just like it's this kind of like innocent. But very sinister dog because that's what he is. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know that what he's doing is wrong. So it, it, it plays into that, and I really liked it. He thinks he's yeah. just being his best friend. He doesn't know what yeah. he's doing. And <laughs> plus, it's it's not like it's like um, seed of Chucky bad. Like it's it's not that it's not that bad. It's. Uh, they took more time with the design of Chucky, uh, and a bit more on the story. I think it would have would have paid out in the end. For sure, not like, but I still think it's it's pretty good. Like it's it's service. Especially the kills. Oh my god, yes, the kills. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very brutal. Yeah, especially the mom's boyfriend. Jesus Christ, that was that was nice and gory. <laughs> Slice and dice like 
like leftover chili. Yeah, I think I could definitely like like recommend it. Not great, but it's it's good, solid. You'll get a thrill out of it. Mm, the only uh, snippet I've seen is Chucky choking the cat. That's it, and it's quite ironic because there's more cat killing as we go along. But you know. Oh, and they they do have one very iconic line where he kills someone. He's like, "This is for Tupac." What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because the kid teaches him to say that because he's just like, "Yeah, he's a he's a doll that can be trained." So this kid just tells him to. He thinks it would be funny. He's like, "Hey, raise a knife in the air and say this is for Tupac." So he learns that and he uses it when he kills somebody. It's <laughs> 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 It's for my man Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. Oh, man. oh, Kujo, you were saying something? Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of my thoughts about the movie are actually more behind the scenes. Like the movie itself is like I'll just start with the movie itself. It's fine. It's a serviceable movie, but I mean, you've seen me in the chat. You know how I feel about pointless like reboots that don't need to be. Um, this didn't need to be a child's play movie for a lot of reasons. Facts. Facts. Like, for one, I have a huge problem with how they actually handled uh, the rights and how they kind of, like, the studio kind of um, shafted Don Mancini on it. He was working on his TV show and they came to him for, like, his blessing on it. Now, I'm, I'm, again, I haven't really heard anybody, anybody talk about this from the actual cast. So this is all like sort of word of mouth from the discussions. He did not give his blessing on this one because he was working on his own project. And he said, no, I don't want you to do this. They came to him to be a producer and he turned it down because they gave him zero creative control. And then they just made the movie anyway. And then when you go watch it, my biggest beef is they could have just not made it a child's play movie because if, you know, I, if I remember correctly, they don't even call the doll Chucky. His name is Buddy. His you know, name is it's a Buddy doll. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, everybody just calls him Buddy. It's they use, like, the care, like, the human characters' names for no reason because they're not, like, the same characters. If it had stood alone on its own, I would have said it was a pretty great movie, actually. But because they had to tack Child's Play onto it, and it, it, they do it in a really disrespectful way. Not the cast, mind you. The the cast is just fucking acting in a movie. I don't have any beef with like Mark Hamill or any of the other actors in the movie. But because it's Aubrey this... Plaza, Aubrey Plaza, like... lover. Mm. Yes. I don't know. Just how the studio handled that one. It, it really doesn't sit well with me. <sighs> It's extremely lazy because yeah, it's like the doll just the the crappy AI essentially just decides to call itself Chucky. It's like oh wow, you have to use the name, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah it's, it's just for, it's just for cheap brand recognition, and I hate that crap. Like nobody would have watched it if they didn't call it Child's Play, which kind of means maybe you had a shitty movie, but it was fine. Exactly. They, they just they just know that a lot of people don't. It's sad, but a lot of people don't watch like super original like stuff that's not related to anything. Everything's like a reboot remake a lot of these days. So I know that they they felt they had to do it. And I think 
I think what I remember seeing is that this was like one of the producers or one of the co-directors of the original one, and he still had like the rights to like the original Child's Play name and stuff. And I think he just wanted to make a movie based on like the concept that he had for it or something like that. And so yeah, that's whatever, kind of where that came from. Whatever studio it was still technically had the rights to Child's Play, so they were like, "We can make a movie, and if we want to hold on Indeed. to the rights, we have to yeah." So we have to make a movie to hold on to the rights to be able to make a yeah. film adaptation. Um, I don't know. It's it's that same crap people were mad at with the Spider-Man stuff a while back. It's they like if you have the rights, it doesn't just mean you have to make you have to like crap out a fucking low effort movie. They, I mean, I mean, it's the same thing we could talk about later about games, but like I said, that's a different topic. Um, 